Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in 97.7 The Edge, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the hump day edition of said Edge. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Look forward to uh, interacting with you. You can join us on the text line, Washington Valley Federal Credit Union sponsored said, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762. If we uh, hit a particular topic you like or we don't, we have an opinion you like, We, God forbid we have an opinion you don't like, that's probably going to be Jamie. but Because uh, everybody likes my opinions, Jamie. You know why? Like They're that. accurate. No, they're not. They're realistic and they're accurate. Not all the time. They're no. not fanboy glasses. Delusional party of one, delusional party of one. Please report. Right here, sir. Please report to the radio station. Right here, sir. At any rate, somebody who's not delusional, Dr. David Weber, the way things are looking, he just, he just throttled uh, Louisville last weekend. So you're still a pretty good ball club. And, yeah, you've lost some some key players, but uh, obviously Cowart, was a highly, highly touted recruit coming out in 2015. Uh, never really developed. Started out as a defensive end. They moved him, gained weight, moved him inside to tackle, hoping to increase his playing time. Didn't work out. He met with Miles on. Uh, they've lost uh, John Franklin to Florida Atlantic. They've lost Sean White to expulsion from the program. Woody Barrett, uh, highly retired quarterbacks, transferred. So, so when you are um, Think about this, LSU fans. Uh, you're not the only program that's having players leave. Uh, Alabama, even, every once in a while, has a, a player leave. Although at Alabama, usually they're invited to leave uh, because they go out and recruit somebody better. None of us have the rest of the, the programs, and I'm saying not just LSU, but none of the other programs in the SEC have that luxury right now. Or in the nation. Or There you go. Thank you. I mean, in the nation. Let's be realistic. I mean, I know Alabama haters out there and, you know, you, you, you absolutely. You know, look. I don't know how they're doing. It. You know, hook, crook, whatever. But they get kids in. They get them if they get a kid committed. They don't usually lose them once they get in the program, unless they get injured or hurt. They don't tend to lose them. Usually, if an Alabama player leaves, it's because he sees the writing on the wall and he wants to leave. They put every five star they can, and they recruit somebody com- over, them. and they let them compete against each and other. Kids, eighteen year old kids don't see that. They don't think they don't look at it. I don't know if they don't look at it, but they see the winning. They see the chance for a national championship, and that is an insatiable desire when you're an 18 and 19. You recruited would you, kids this year. Would you, say, would you say a national championship at Alabama is expected? Sure. Okay, sure. Where else would you say that's the case? Seriously. Every year. I mean, you know, well, I'm, every I, year. If you talk to the average. No, no, no. About no. Auburn, What's realistic? The What's real? Is, is there anybody outside Alabama that that's a realistic the goal for? right now? I think you would say if, if you're anybody else right now is to get in that Final Four, right, to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Alabama is presumed to be in the Final Four. Is yeah. there anybody in Alabama going? Man, I really hope we make that college football playoff. Well, I mean, if we could get in, man, we could probably win. Right now, if you're Clemson and Ohio State, you probably have that mentality as well. If you're Ohio State, your back is against the wall. Indeed, it is. Uh, I would say Michigan probably has that. Uh, fantasy as well um 
you know, but you know who else, Jamie, though, is that my point is, who is a, who else is there other than Alabama where that is a presumed expectation? Now, I know pie in the sky, we think LSU is going to do it. You think Auburn's going to do it. Well, maybe this is Tennessee's year. Maybe Florida comes around. Who else rationally can you look at in America and say, you know what? It is the expectation for that team to be in the – Clemson is the closest one because they've been in the last two. Maybe a Florida State. And I think those people are more like we want to make the college football playoff and we'll take our chances. I would say if you're a USC fan, perhaps, if you're how – many, How many have they made? Obviously, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying that the expectations. I'm not to saying get to the Final Four, to yes. make the college yes. football playoff. You know, they came in preseason number four. All right. So USC is in there. You've got uh, probably, I would throw, you know, if you want to stay in the SEC, I think Florida fans have that expectation. What have they done in the last six years? Yes, the results. Seven years that give you any indication that they could be a college football player? No, the results don't bear that out. I'm totally with you on that. Who does, though? Yeah. There's one team that does. That's it. Clemson is the second best. And then I think maybe you go Florida State. There's somebody else in the SEC that's in the conversation, folks. I would say you look on the West Coast. Maybe Auburn. You could probably throw Washington in that mix right now, but they're not realistically every year. They don't think about that. They're thinking about you know pulling up on their barge on their on their boats and partying. Uh, but like, like it's 1999. Yeah, you got you got a darn good football coach there that's been successful. Um, I like that product. Out. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Washington. It's a new Oregon, isn't it? It's Oregon without yeah. the Nike. Yeah, it's Oregon without the Nike. Um, and I think we tend to dismiss West Coast around here, but we probably shouldn't. What happened to Oregon, um, Jamie? Oregon used to be Chip Kelly left, which tells you one person can make a huge, huge difference right. either way. You put a bad person, and a lot of times they're good coaches. They're just the situation is not right for them. Oregon imploded. Oregon was one. I would tell you, if we go back four years ago, Oregon is in that conversation. Every year, they're top five team every year. Now, are they good as everybody? No. Did they get beat in the national ch- two national championship games? Yes. However, the fact remains, they got there. Well, and who is your offensive coordinator in Chip Kelly? Mark Helfrich. Where is he now? He's an analyst. So he got promoted. I mean, that's a natural progression, right? You sure. think if you want to stay in-house? You promote your OC or DC, primarily OC. Uh, this is Oregon. This is a top ten job. This is Nike. So the guy that was calling the plays under Chip Kelly, you promote him natural progression in house, and it doesn't work. Look at a much lower level. I was assistant coach. I was a head coach. And I'm not. I'm not even making comparisons because you know it's apples and hand grenades. However, I do think the correlation is accurate in this respect. You go from being an assistant coach where your job, or a coordinator where your job is to, if I'm the offensive coordinator, I focus on the offensive side of the ball and those guys. So I have half the football team. I have position coaches that report to me. I micromanage those coaches, those players. I deal with half of them. You go to being the head coach, it's more of a CEO role. Now you have to manage your coordinators who manage their position coaches, who manage the players. You have to have enough relationship with the players that you can come in and do. It's a different – we used to laugh all the time. As an assistant coach, you're great with everybody. Kids love you. As the head coach, you're the jerk that's keeping them out of the NFL because you're not playing them. And so there's a different dynamic to a head coaching position at any level, but especially at the, at the collegiate football or collegiate basketball 
football, especially because there's so many of them and you're so far removed. So a lot of times the coordinators do not translate into – and sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. That's been my contention with the SEC for the past four years. You have promoted coordinators, and great. I'm all for doing that. But how many of those have really been successful on a national level or on an SEC level? Can you name? Has Will Muschamp been successful well, I'm glad in South Carolina? That's where I was going to go next, and I'm glad you, you brought him up as an example. Uh, and, and Jake, and again, Aaron, not to not to steal their thunder, but they, they discuss this. I mean, there's a lot of thought. Yeah, I'm not in here. There's a lot of thought around the Louisiana Tech fan base that they're going to go to USC right now and, and beat South Carolina. Which, oh, they do. Which they very well might. Uh, and they'll fire much you, the day after. But to show to show how irrational fans are, uh, there's a lot of folks at South Carolina that want Bobby Bentley, the father of Jake Bentley on that staff, promoted to offensive coordinator over Kurt Roper, who's been in a number of places, at Byron Clinton. I think it's, that may be one of the problems. Fanboys! Yeah, they think, well, because it's his dad, he's more, he knows the kid, he's going to be familiar with him. So let's, let's promote... And you just lost your best wide receiver, Debo Samuel, best best special teams player. It's going to make a difference. Will Tech go over there? I mean, somebody, somebody – I don't know if this is true, but they're saying Tech opens as a six-point favorite over South Carolina and Columbia? I, I'm not a gambler, and that would surprise me. Well, I'm starting to be and uh, because I need money, and which I'm probably going to lose. But – Bet you 300 bucks. Double or nothing? Will I ever live that down? Never. As long as I'm alive, I will try to bring that up at least once a show. That's about, that's what I promise you, my friend. You know, I've had to quit drinking, so please don't do that. Um, and I basically, I'm, I, I'm a health nut right now, and I'm absolutely miserable. Uh, but back to tech in South Carolina, um, and, and, and Auburn, and, and let's just, you know, where, where we're going with this. The delusional fan bases, and we can, we're going to throw, don't worry, LSU fans, you're going to be, you won't become unscathed out of this one because uh, remember what uh, everybody's all been out of shape about what Marcus Spears said. Guess what he quoted? Facts. He's right. As much as we hate to admit it. Fanboys. I don't write. I don't like being told I'm an elf, which my co-host calls me every day. But you're a friendly elf. Well, thank you. LSU is 6-7 and seven in the last 13 games. SEC games. Not exactly a dominating performance. SEC games. So below mediocre. Below mediocre. You need one more game to be mediocre. So why did anybody think, uh, and I'm I'm just going to throw it out there, I think as an LSU fan, I think the LSU fan base, because I want to, before Auburn fans and South Carolina fans get all bent out of shape, I think LSU has one of the most entitled and delusional fan bases in the country, if not the most entitled. I just that yesterday. It made a few people mad. They couldn't argue with me, but nonetheless, I was right. And I can't believe my son, my offspring, gave me credit. Because I kept bringing this up, and my son said the usual LSU line. Well, we've recruited. Look at our recruits coming in. I said, yeah, but you lost X number of players early to the NFL. You've got Now you've got five old linemen that have gone, that's all right, we'll be fine, you know. Guess what? You're six and seven in the last SEC. Are you really fine? You got skull drug. You got your thirty-seven seven by Mississippi State, <laughs> folks. I don't think it's necessarily. Is it? I don't wow. think you can. You can't cover. It's just like it's just like ULM was going to play Florida State this year, and maybe praise the Lord that was canceled. You can't make up that big a difference. 
and talent base overnight. You never really will. You play for cover too, Jamie. You can't make that up. I mean, I mean, I give God love them. I think those kids would have gone in there and played their ass. They worked off. in the toy bowl. It, it, we it, shut down. That and there team. have been times when they've been able to do it. Alabama, Kentucky, Mississippi State. You know, Arkansas. ULM's beaten SEC schools. So is Tech. It can happen. It may happen this weekend with Tech in South Carolina. But it's hard to overcome that deficiency. And LSU has just lost a lot of good players. They've been out recruited at home by some, some the, And this is what, I mean, I get this all the time. The number one thing that hurts me the most about losing to Bama is they're doing it with our kids. They're doing it with our Give me, give me, give me. Give me uh, uh, three beers and half a joint, and I'll tell you who they are. But we got to go to break. USA ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, The Edge. A couple texts we get back. Uh, I do have a line with a couple people on the tech game. And, again, I'm not a gambler, but I'll read what they had. If you guys uh, have interesting points, and a couple of you do, 888-993-7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Hotline and text line. This segment sponsored by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Power Drive in Monroe. Ate there yesterday, went out and hung out Ooh. with Jay. Uh, a little Parmesan peppercorn dressing. The the, the health pizza, Jamie. The, I, I did get the healthy pizza. The veggie? No, the cheese pizza. But it was, uh, it made me feel healthy because I didn't eat a big one. A lot of protein? Yeah, a lot of protein, Jay. I'm, I'm, I'm in training. At any rate, make sure you say For what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For a bigger pizza? Yeah, I don't know. You're, uh, folks, you're listening to us. Don't go away. We're going to come back. Uh, with a couple of lines here and a little bit more of the SEC bashing and how Marcus Spears is absolutely right. 97.7 The Edge, back in a minute. The iconic Jeep brand is celebrating with great deals on every Jeep model. Get a 17 Jeep Renegade Sport for only $17.9. A 17 Jeep Renegade Latitude is only $19.9. A 17 Jeep Cherokee Latitude is only $20,009. A 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited is only $34.9. And a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $6,000 off MSRP. Jeep celebration days are coming to a close, so hurry in for the best deals on your next Jeep at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and The Edge. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to check out our four-bedroom, three-bath, finished sheetrock double-wide. Same quality you see in a site-built home, but can be bought for only $38 a square foot. Wow, $38 a square foot for a new home? See it today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Hot Rod. 
has barbecue to go for your football tailgate, reunion, or any time. Hot Rod Barbecue has that lip-smacking good barbecue that everyone likes. Whether it's a family pack for 4 to 10 or catering for a big tailgate event, Hot Rod Barbecue's got it, and it's all good. Brisket, chicken, ham, pulled pork, sausage, turkey, and ribs, plus baked beans, potato salad, slaw, and peach cobbler. Hot Rod Barbecue. Now that's good. Farmville Highway in Ruston. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Decreasing cloudiness with hot and humid conditions today in a high of 91 degrees. Mostly clear skies, mild temperatures tonight are low 72. Mostly sunny skies, 20% chance of rain on tomorrow in a high of 91 degrees. with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in 97.7 The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor running the show Odette. Uh, This segment brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, reminding you of support of Worthwhile Cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. You can reach out to us at 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, which quite a few of you have. Uh, Matt uh, Reynolds text, did text me in on my phone. Appreciate that, Matt. Uh, Tech was 7.5-point dogs. Dwayne and Homer says Tech opened as 10.5-point dogs. The line has moved to 8. Uh, I've only had one person think they say that Tech will go up there and win. Most think uh, don't turn the ball over and see what happens. Greg says Tech is eight and a half. Uh, it's plus eight and a half. Uh, Sunshine reminds us that Oregon is three and zero. I think they beat two teams in Canada and, and possibly a South America. Sacramento team. State in there. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so lots of stuff going on here with the, with the different ones. I love this time of year with college football. I, I do have something because I think Sean is going to get into this this afternoon. And I'm going to have to listen to it. Uh, the defensive line at LSU, that's been a source of, I think, a lot of issues that they've had, especially against Mississippi State. They got manhandled. Mm-hmm. And I think Sean's got some stuff going on uh, this afternoon maybe to talk about that defensive line, some historical facts uh, over the years. And, again, you know what I like about facts? They're facts. They're facts. That takes your opinion out. What are they, six and seven? You told me after the last 13 games? 13 SEC, SEC games. Folks, that's facts. That's not what well, you don't, don't like them. Don't get mad at Marcus Spears. It's, uh, it's, it's on paper. You know, it's, uh, it's documented. So don't feel like just because LSU recruits well that they're necessarily got superior talent to everybody else. Every time you lose a kid, or, and I'll, when you talk about the defensive line, I'll point this out, just one player in particular. Uh, well, two. Just because you recruit well, it's also about retention. And you can't keep players from going early to the NFL. And I would say, obviously, LSU's had talent because we opened this, the NFL season when it opened this year, had the most players on any roster. The, only, the school was LSU yeah. with over 50 players. So obviously, there is talent going in there. But so does. Every school has talent. It just depends on. But I, you lose a player early, 
And or they transfer. I mean, what God knows that they'll well, they flunk out or they get hurt Let or me they start. get arrested. Or Trey Quinn had seven seven receptions and a TD for SMU against TCU. John D'Arce only had one, but he's been lighting it up. Tyron Johnson at Oklahoma State. Those are the only three I can think of. What if LSU had Malachi Dupree back this year? What if they had – they weren't going to have Fournette, but let's just take Dupree and Fournette out of the equation. If you want to talk one on reason why LSU's defensive line, I can only think of two players right now, but he'd been a hell of a difference. It was Davin Godshaw, who went early to Miami, and Tyron Shelvin, who's ineligible. That's two right there. Now you got injury problems with Rashard Lawrence. It well, makes a difference. And I, and I pick at Sean a lot. Uh, you know, I, I hate to agree with him. Actually, we probably agree on more stuff than either one of us. I don't your secret safe. But, you know, and he points this out. He just texts me, and, you know, he's going to, he, I think he's going to really hit his show this afternoon with this. LSU didn't recruit a defensive lineman in 2015. So we're fast forward to 2017 when they would be juniors, Jamie. You don't have one, so you're thin up front. And here's the other side. Even if you don't recruit a defensive lineman in 2015, guess what's out there that Mississippi State is built with that a lot of people are? 1-800-JUCO. Mm-hmm. I need this position. I need that. And so you go and get that. You have to be proactive. in. It's like playing the garden, right? You plant a garden early on to get results later on down you just can't walk out there and go, hey, I need tomatoes. You throw right. something in the ground. It doesn't work that way. Let me throw another name out there that's not. We would have played this year. Ineligible. Grades. Isaiah Washington. Yes. Would have been probably on the 2D. Gone. So think about this. If it's bad now, you got no Godshaw. You got no Shelvin. You'll get him back hopefully next year. You got no Isaiah Washington. Uh, you've got four senior defensive linemen. Blockature, DeAndre Clark, Gilmore, who plays a lot, Heron, who is suspended, but he plays a good bit. So you're going to lose at least four to graduation. You know how many you got left in their scholarships after this year? You better be recruiting some. Four? Six? Maybe six or seven. Hey, David throws this out. David, appreciate your text from Westbrook. Avon Chasing, yeah, and all those guys. He said, oh, well, we're getting this. Folks, you better hit the JUCOs. At least get one or two graduate transfers. You got to open up something different. Well, you hopefully have the Texas Tech guy. Jimmy, here's the deal: you got to institute, and this is common, and they know this. It's not anything that this new. There's a stopgap measure you have to have. You know, it's it's like triage. If you get cut, what's the very first thing? If you had a bad cut, what do you do? Stop the bleeding. You don't worry about well, dude. You got to stop the bleeding. And that's where LSU is at. And David also points out from West Monroe, appreciate it. How about Turpin to TCU? Do you think Turpin, speed-wise, would have made a difference for LSU? You know, I don't know. Half, half the teams, Mississippi State just beat LSU and beat their brains in with kids that basically LSU didn't want. You really want to get technical about it? LSU like, nah, we're good. They passed on a lot of and, and So those kids have an edge about them when they play. Uh, I'm not telling you that's good or bad. That's just factual. Chucky Hunter wanted to go to LSU. You know, they passed on him. Of course, he's you know had some problems since. But I mean, there's you could probably say that about half the kids that had. Would Turpin? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not a football guy. I'm just saying. You know, it's, it's easy to look in, in hindsight. Go well. We should have signed that guy. How about Tom Brady being a seventh round draft pick? Yeah. Okay. Well, we should probably put Brady. I don't know. Maybe in the I mean, fifth round. But you you they, don't know. It's an uncertain sight. These guys' jobs are predicated on who they recruit and who they sign and who they retain every year. So it's not 
they're much greater evaluator talent than I and Terry are, but at least when it comes to football, I'll give Terry. So are we firing, are we firing, uh, we firing Malzahn? Are we firing, uh, our guy at Tennessee? Who's finding new and creative ways to lose? Uh, LSU fan, you think your deal is bad? How would you like to be Tennessee fan right now? Well, <laughs> I mean, but that, that is a, it's like Groundhog Day, the movie, the Bill Murray movie. Tennessee finds new and creative ways to just gut-wrenchingly lose games year in and year out. Let's look at Tennessee then, because you lost Darren Kirkland, your starting linebacker, and uh, Jawan Jennings, your best wide receiver. Uh, how do you? How was that anticipated before this season? Uh, Butch Jones has recruited, I think, very well at Tennessee. They're always. You know, this is his uh, fifth year. Jamie, you know what the reality is at Tennessee in football? I mean, Derek Dooley let that thing champ. Let me give you a reality check in football. If you look at the programs that are very, very successful, almost all, without exception, have a couple things. Number one is a recruiting base either in their state or an adjacent state right by it. For example, Alabama, it's Alabama, the South, Texas, and Florida. Florida has the state of Florida. Georgia has the state of Georgia. Do we need to talk about California, uh, Washington, Oregon, all of those? Oklahoma has Texas and Oklahoma. Tennessee, how many great football players do you think come out of Tennessee? I know Memphis area has has some. I know the Knoxville area will have. But you have to go elsewhere if you're at Tennessee to go get football players to compete in the Southeastern Conference. Can you do it? Yes. Look what Kentucky has done. But they do. But they do. But and they a, get a lot of But as a general rule, how many – Successful programs have, I mean, going to Alabama and recruiting against Alabama and Auburn. Or look at the bordering states for Tennessee. Go into uh, North and South Carolina and recruit against Clemson. You know, it's you got to recruit Virginia. Uh, go into Ohio or Pennsylvania. You're going against Ohio State, Penn State. So you're second, third best going into beginning. So what I'm telling you, Tennessee is not the job that it was 25, 30 years ago. LSU is a little bit different bird in that you have really good talent in the state of Louisiana. Here's the downside to talent, Louisiana. You don't have the numbers that you do in some of these other bigger states. You don't have the number that you have in Florida. You don't have the number that you do in Georgia. You don't have the number that you do in Texas. So here's the deal. When you do lose a kid in Louisiana, it's multiplied. It's multiplied. I agree. That's exactly right. And so your margin for error is much less in a smaller state with really good players as it is in a bigger state. And so there's a comparative difference there. Uh, I, I know you got something. I want to get to that. We're going to go ahead and take the second break. You'll see uh, 97.7 The Edge, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, a little Freudian slip there. Uh, when we return, we'll get into more of this. I want to get into Tennessee because the Tennessee fan, if you fire Butch, who do you really think's coming to the rescue? Do you really think John Gruden? John Gruden's coming! For the 25th time. Is going to leave. Is there a slippery rock? He's got it. It's going to leave as studio analyst being paid gazillions of dollars. Is he really? Yeah. I know he he's can say all he wants about Tennessee. He's I mean, Tennessee. God love him if they do, but really, yeah. You listen to the ninety-seven-seven, the Edge. When we return, we'll get into more of that. This segment sponsored by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Hey, whatever it is you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today, three one eight. Three four two one four one one. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute.
new car sales have been incredible at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. That means they're now loaded with trade-ins, a good inventory, over 50 clean late model pre-owned cars and trucks, all in one convenient location. Chances are they've got just the right one to fit your budget, with many priced under $10,000, and most qualify for the easy buy-here-pay-here plan. Check their inventory and find what you like best at jmallardford.com. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. See the full line of Yamaha Viking Utility Side-by-Sides at Bayou Yamaha in Monroe. Yamaha Vikings feature true three- or six-person cabins, class-leading comfort, huge cargo capacity, proven off-road capability, and real-world tough reliability. Plus, exclusive features like Ultramatic Automatic Transmission and on-command four-wheel drive. Visit Bayou Yamaha today and save up to $1,000 on select 2017 and earlier Vikings. Always protect the environment where you seek out. Help protect and protect the COVID. Read the owner's manual product warning labels before operation. Broken windows are bad enough. A car that's baking inside from the summer sun is even worse. Magic Glass and Tent can handle both these problems. From one-day service on replacing your windshield, to repairing power windows, to professional window tinting for your car, home, or business, Magic Glass does it all. They also carry a full line of accessories for your car or truck. Magic Glass and Tent, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. Give them a call at 330-9988. It's the grand opening of Truck Pros. The truck capital of Northeast Louisiana on Constitution Avenue next to Cracker Barrel. At Truck Pros, we specialize in making sure we have the year and model of the truck you're looking for. Late model vehicles from 2008 to 2017. One ton to the 2500, diesel, dualies, crew cabs, extended and regular cabs, zero down, payments as low as $199 and no payments till January. We're open late till 8 p.m. or shop online at truckpros.us next to Cracker Barrel in West Monroe. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in The Edge. (laughs) Jamie Fox, Terry Waldrop, John Saber. Sean, I like to check. Delusional fan bases? Welcome to the Houdat Nation. Yeah. Hey, so here's what's going to happen, all right? We're 0-2 with the Saints. Yes. So they're going to win their next seven games. They're going to go to 7-2. and two. Uh, we'll And lose the next seven. We'll probably lose the next seven. You go to 7-9. Yeah, you go to 7-9 again. Yes. Uh, that's what's going to Oh, they're going to lose their first nine and win out with seven in a row. Now, see, Sean's pulling now. If, if they lose their first Tank it. Four or five games. Tank it. He wants to go three and thirteen. Right now, I'm pulling because because of the draft. Like that's going to make a difference because it's the same people who traded, <laughs> who drafted Stephon Anthony now, who they just a first round draft pick who they just shipped to the Miami Dolphins for a fifth rounder. Go figure. So I'm not so sure losing is good for the sake of tanking and blowing it up. They uh, might screw that part up. Personally, personally, I'm just cheering for eight and eight. That's a one-game improvement over the last three years. Hey, hallelujah. 
sing the chorus. Fire everybody. I uh, want to fire. Look, the hell I want, the, fire I want the hot dog vendor gone. I want the lady that sells the funny hats outside the Superdome gone. I want the offensive guy. I, I want everybody. Fire everybody. Hey, you brought up uh, Butch Jones. Yes. In Tennessee and maybe the the lack of a number of a quality recruit. I mean, Tennessee's a good, good-sized state, right? But you can basically throw in, what, Memphis and Knoxville as far as population. And then a bunch right of cows. There. And a bunch of cows. Beautiful state, by the way. Yes, I love Tennessee. I do, too. Uh, no, Nashville's, yeah, Nashville's a nice area. No state income tax, so... Uh, it, no, oh, they don't? It appeals Tennessee, Utah, Florida, Texas. I don't know. Oh, no state income tax. Okay. No state income tax. Much income. better. I mean, right now they're trying to bring it in. But anyway... The epicenter of the SEC is Vanderbilt. We, we digress. <laughs> we digress. We're going to get into Vanderbilt, hopefully, <laughs> by the end of the show, because we've got a lot to talk about there. But... This is Tennessee's, to your point about there's not just a great deal of talent. Uh, however, so this is this is Tennessee's 2017 class, and I'm just going to give you the states. They did pull, the, the number one state they pulled from was the state of Tennessee with eight. Get this, Florida, seven. Georgia, three. Louisiana, three. Virginia, two. Alabama, one. Mississippi, one. North Carolina, one. Texas, one. And West Virginia, None of those are, to your point earlier, none of those are bordering Tennessee. Okay, North Carolina, Texas certainly doesn't. West Virginia, Virginia doesn't roll them. Louisiana doesn't. Uh, the three kids they pulled out of Louisiana, Terrell Bailey from Marrero, uh, Trey Coleman, of course, we know from here in West Monroe, and Cheyenne Labruza from Albany. Labruza was the only one else you offered. Looked at Coleman, looked at Bailey. Eh. Yeah. So, you know, that's their right. But again, we keep saying, why you know, here's what I'm thinking about too, if you're if you're LSU. Don't there was a kid last year named Early, I believe, Adrian Early signed with Oklahoma. LSU slow played him. He ends up going I don't know if Adrian Early's gonna turn out, but you better so it just seems these kids that LSU passes on, a lot of them, outside the ones that signed with Alabama, granted a lot, you can't find everybody, and I, I understand that. But would it be worth going after the three kids from Rome, Georgia, outside of Anderson, do the package deal, and pass on two kids from Louisiana? How do you know they didn't, they didn't try? I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't either. I, that's why I don't think firing – Butch Jones right now would be a really great idea because he has brought in at a place where it's not the easy. I mean, other than you've got, you know, the tradition and it's a beautiful place, uh, perhaps the most picturesque campus in the SEC. Um, other than other than what, what do you do to get players in? I, I think, you know, was, you, you showed who your pay will get in after you fired Phil Fulmer, Derek Dooley. Is Tennessee? Would you would you say that's kind? I'm trying to think of a comparable school, Missouri, maybe. Um, I I don't know if Missouri's going to be playing football in two years. There's a school. I don't know if Missouri's going to exist in two years. But you know what I'm saying? Is that, is that a comparable school to Tennessee? No, because I, I want to say maybe uh, like a, a Texas Tech or Texas, but that's not true because of the recruiting base. Uh, how about Arkansas? Tennessee and Arkansas—is that a fair comparison? I think very fair. Art because of the you talking about from the talent base. I'm talking about from talent. I'm talking about from expectation. I'm talking about tradition because Arkansas has got a lot of great tradition. Yes, they do. So does Tennessee. 
Now, albeit it's been 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, but is that a fair? And, and at what point do you say, you know what, this is what a reasonable expectation is for us to uh, this year? Is it eight wins? Is it nine wins? Is it a good bowl game? Um, you know, what, what is that? Oh, we want to play for a national championship. You know, and Richie from Pinville, uh, yeah, uh, we're just talking about the fanboys are so delusional about, uh, you know, it goes back to Marcus Spears. Uh, and here I just pulled back what Richie and Bimble said. Marcus Spears earned the right to voice his thoughts on LSU. People are mad because he's right, and they refuse to accept it. Typical fanboy. I think I've started the fanboy vernacular here in North Louisiana, but it just seems so appropriate. You know, I had a guy the other day was telling me, uh, you know, Coach, uh, I've got an uncle that's on the LSU Board of Regents or so whatever the heck they are. And, you know, he told me firsthand that uh, they're going to fire – uh, you know, the reason let's not because he couldn't beat Alabama. Well, I do. They're going to fire everybody in America because nobody can beat him. I mean, it, Urban Meyer can't consistently beat him. No. Uh, I don't, so that's our criteria. I mean, we did it with Charlie Mack. Couldn't beat Bear Bryant. Uh, Saban can't beat himself. And so if that's your criteria by the SEC, you have to beat Alabama. I guess somebody will eventually do it or Saban may die or, you know, uh, <laughs> you know who knows. I think he's probably going to hang around just to make people crazy. But, Uda, you know, is that your criteria? How realistic is I know you aspire to that. But how realistic? If you don't beat him, we're going to fire you. Well, dude, that list is going to be long, 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 and you're going to eventually start recycling coaches. Yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing some of that. You saw that at South Carolina with Muschamp, for example. Although I thought Muschamp did a decent job at Florida. Uh, I know people are screaming their hair is on fire right now by that statement, but um, and, and there's a lot to be said in Sean Fields that way. Just because someone's a good coordinator doesn't mean they're going. That's going to translate to a great head coach. The CEO job, but a different gig. It, it is, and now you've got a guy like let's just go Malzahn at Auburn. These two guys that we talked about earlier to open the show, Sean White and Byron Coward, is that addition by subtraction? Yes. Could be. If you, let me tell you something. If you're not on the page that we're on, Auburn is embattled right now. I think that is a fair way to put that. There are some advantages there. It's us against the world. You're either all in or you're out. There's no, well, I'm sort of a fence rider. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Sometimes uh, addition by subtraction, I don't care who you are. I'm kicking the quarterback off. I'm, this guy's out of here. You're not on board. And, and, you know, if, if I'm Melzahn or if I'm a, you know, whatever, if I'm Kevin Sumlin right now or Les Miles, here's what I respect about Les Miles. And, and people are going to go, oh, you're crazy. They, non-football people, all right, Joe Oliva, your Board of Regents, Board of Supervisors, whoever, non-football people, Jamie, right, non-football people tried to come in and tell him, you need to change this, you need to change that in your football program. Les Miles looked at them, I'm the football coach. You have every right to fire me and get me out of here. I'm not going to change what I think and know to have been successful in the past. So non-football people trying to make football decisions usually doesn't add up to success. So the thing I respect about Les Miles is the fact that he did it his way. If I'm Kevin Sumlin or Malzahn and my pants are on fire right now, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing it the way I think it needs to be done, and if it doesn't work and you fire me at the end of the day, I can say, you know what, I didn't compromise. I did it my way. You guys didn't like it. 
but I'll be damned if I'm going to change all this stuff for you guys and you still fire me. Okay, I'm going to tell you why you're half right and half wrong. You're half right because he, he was successful and he won the percentage of the game. There was a trend where he was losing almost as many. He was going closer to 500 in SEC play. The six and seven that Marcus Spears and SEC play has brought out says volumes. Number two is Les wasn't necessarily fired because of wins and losses. It was an inflexibility to change. Oh, I mean, secondly, you know what? Here, this is the most telling thing, Terry. There were at least 12 to 15 college openings last year, right? Right. A guy with Les Miles' track record, why the hell wouldn't Houston sign him? Because why would un- football people make you decision? Western Michigan wouldn't hire him. All these schools, you can, and I like Les Miles. I hated what happened. But I can tell you, if he had the cachet that you're saying he's got, he would have gotten hired in the offseason. And he wasn't. Okay. By at least 12 to 15 schools, he had, he interviewed. He, he Contractually, he did what LSU asked him to do. He tried to get other jobs. He wasn't hired. Okay. Well, let me run his numbers. So let, okay. let's run the numbers. Uh, in 2006, his first year at LSU, he's 11 and 2. 11 and 2 the next year. 12 and 2 the next year. Had a down 8 and 5 season in 2008. 9 and 4 in 2009. 11 and 2 in 2010. 13 and 1 in 2011. 10 and 3 in 2012. 10 and 3 in 2013. 8 and 5 in 14. 9 and 3 in 2015. And he was 2 and 2 when he was terminated, uh, at the end of uh, or excuse me, after the Auburn game, uh, about this time last year, and so the worst records he had, he had a uh, eight two eight and five seasons and a nine and four. Everything else is double digit win seasons. So what I'm telling you is that the respect that I have for him or Kevin Sumlin, I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to capitulate, and I, that's what I respect because I coach my way. Why he wasn't hired, I can't answer that. I can tell you why. He was considered perception. Toxic. He was considered toxic. Yeah, if winning 10 games a year is toxic, dude, double me up on poison. Then then make the change that all maybe you would have kept your job and you gotten Dylan Moses and a few others if you'd been saying, hey, Cam, I'm going to reassign you to wide receivers coach and I'm going to bring in a new host. That's all they were that's, really asking. At the end of the day, that's all they were really asking. How's, how's that do. new coach working out? Well, <laughs> that's their fault for not. That's, how's that working no, out? No, no, I don't put that. That's Joe, I'm right back. I'm, now, I'm in the same boat with you on Joe Lee. I'm not saying that. You should have had that figured out a hell of a long time ago. Then you're a year long. The fact that they didn't tells you how Terry, at some point, the whole organization. Sam, at some point, and I didn't want to see Les Miles get fired. And but but maybe it would have made a difference. Maybe would recruiting have been better had they kept him? I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. How many of those six kids that went to Alabama would LSU have kept had Les Miles stayed? I don't know. Would it have in the long run though? In the long run. I, I don't I can't answer that. I can tell you this much. Living in Alabama, there was never a fear of them losing to LSU. Never. I agree. Never. They never were concerned. Every game they knew it was going to be close, and every game proved to be close because they're, I would say, probably from a talent standpoint, what was the difference? What was the difference? Let's talk about why. You, I can tell you Nick Saban would rather have eaten nails then hired Lane Kiffin. But he did what he had to do to win. Right. He's a CEO of a program. Bottom yeah. line is you're, you're, you're evaluated by your decisions. You listen to The Edge 97.7.
97.7 on your radio dial. Or go to Red, go to the App Store, Fireless Miles. Fireless Miles. Go to the App Store. Don't buy the Fireless Miles app. Get the Red Peach Media Sport. I do that all the time. I'll listen to it on the app coming in. Sometimes, especially when the app is the tropospheric disruption or whatever that is. I got a P degree, so I'm not sure what that is. But anyway, the app is always good. Check that out. We're sponsored this segment by our friends at Spa Avail. Pamper the special people in your life, folks, with a spa package from Spa Avail. 807 You and I can both use one about that. I, I, Jamie, I enjoy this. Uh, by the way, uh, I had a guy text me, do you and Jamie like each other? No. No, <laughs> we really don't. But it's fun to go back and forth. This is why we have sports radio, folks. I'll see it on Saturday morning. This is what makes it fun. At any rate, you're listening to The Edge. We'll be back in a minute to shut it down. <laughs> Whether you're trying to trim down or bulk up, you need to stop by heavyweight supplements. Creatine, fat burners, lean protein, mass gainers, multivitamins, pre-workouts, they have it all at heavyweight supplements. Heavyweight supplements is your one-stop shop for all your bodybuilding supplements with low cost and a large selection, locally owned and operated. Heavyweight supplements inside the Twin City Shopping Center, Oliver Road in Monroe. CarZone USA at the top of the hill off Will Road in West Monroe is one of the largest truck and SUV dealers in Northeast Louisiana. Ford, Chevy, Dodge, Nissan, GMC, Kia, VW, Lexus, Audi, and Infiniti. CarZone has the largest selection of 2x2 and 4x4 crew, extended and regular cab trucks, SUVs from full to compact. Over 130 pre-owned vehicles to choose from with zero down and interest rates at 1.79. Payments as low as $1.99 per month and no payments till January. Open late to late. Shop online at CarZoneUS.com. WAC 1.79% from Capital One Financing 48 months. No payments till January deferred. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 345-6644. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the edge on ESPN 97.7. And the edge returns here on Wednesday, last segment before the end of the show. Appreciate you guys joining us. You have time to text us at 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, Steve, with a couple of them, uh, we're going back to Tennessee and Butch. Okay. 
Tennessee was lucky to win their first game. Yep. Um, they have high expectations of Tennessee, and if something doesn't change soon, Jones may be gone. Why do they have high expectations of Tennessee? I'm just curious. I mean, what is it in the last 10 to 15 years, if you're a Tennessee fan, that makes you say, you know what, we're going to be really good and win the national championship this year, or we're going to be in the college football play? Why do you have high expectations at Tennessee when history doesn't bear that out? Hold that thought. i got a couple more. Uh, along with high expectations, our boy Sean Williams, live by the sword, die by the sword. We're talking about the Saints. Mm-hmm. 11 years. We're going to be all right because we got Drew Brees. He's finally run the course to bite you because now all you have is Brees. Inattention to the defensive side of the ball, defensive coordinator du jour, draft whiffs, uh, all have meaning and repercussions. Who are we? Let's see. We are who they say we are, and we are who we show every Sunday. You want to change? Find somebody to hold accountable to the state of the franchise, and I'll show you how to change it. As long as the status quo is acceptable, so is the triangle of mediocrity, which is Benson, Loomis, and Peyton. I don't think Benson knows he's in that triangle. Most people say that. Um, and, you know, God bless him. I hope he's right. Uh, Richie and Bienville, hey, the only reason Les wasn't hired was because the grass eating set a bad precedent. <laughs> uh, Steve said, hey, Terry, you gave 11 reasons why they should have never fired Les. He had the right to hire or appoint whoever he wanted to, uh, wherever he wanted, uh, as the coach, and a really good one. You know, here's what I'm telling you about coaches. And, and whether it's Skip Holtz at Louisiana Tech or Richard at ULM or uh, the guy, you know, Fives are great. It doesn't matter. If you're the coach, you have to make decisions. You don't take a vote. All right? It's not a democracy. How many people feel we should run the draw play today? Raise your hand. You make calls. And some of those calls are right, Jamie. Sometimes they're wrong, just like they are in real life. If you make enough bad calls, you lose. If you lose enough, they will get rid of you. It's delusional to think that every play should work every time. You want to X and O with people? The guy with the chalk wins the, last, wins the argument. I can counter anything you can come up with. And you can counter any. Whoever has the, the marker wins. And so there's a human side to this that so many people fail. The fanboys out there. And you said, like the Texas A&M guy, the Board of Regents guy, with a, a lot of money in the law degree, and, and God bless him for serving in the military, he's still a fanboy. And he fires off at Kevin Sumlin. we got to fire our coach. Dude, you're a board of regents. You've got to have more character and more class. I get you're upset that you're losing. I do. I get that. You're a fanboy. Fanboys are running stuff now. You, you see them everywhere. Everybody's offended at this. Everybody's offended. Well, we lose. I'm offended. Tennessee, we have high expectations. Really? What are they? Seriously, what are your expectations? How about if I told you every year you could win nine games in Tennessee? You think they found a deal on that one? Les Miles had a, what was it, a 9-3 uh, and three record, uh, 2013 maybe? I, I think that's what it is. I've got to go back and look at that. But that's the worst record he had for quite a while. You think LSU people would cash in today on a nine-win season? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, do you think they're oh, – yeah. man, we're, we're, but yet if Les Miles were still the coach, you got all uh, – the worst he had, I'm sorry, he had an 8-5 and five record in 2014. Did he go seven and five at one point? Never. No, okay, he won his bowl game at seven and five. Then he did. He went seven and five in the regular season and won his bowl. His game. last season after the national championship, where he went thirteen and one. The next year he went ten and three. The next year he went ten and three. He went eight and five in two thousand fourteen. He went nine and three in two thousand fifteen. He went nine and three. They were calling for the man's job. Hey, you're getting the LSU fanboy. You're getting exactly what you deserve. The guy went nine and three, and you weren't happy. And now you would sell your soul, LSU fanboy, to be 9-3 and three this year. 
the ghost of Charlie McClendon. It's a ghost of stupidity, but that's it's not just LSU. When's the last time a coach coached for 18 years like Charlie Mack did, and they fired him because he couldn't beat Alabama? Oh, no, nobody. A year ago? By the way, history, why is history important? Because it does have a tendency to repeat itself, doesn't it? Um, look at Butch Jones last year. Let's just break it down since we're, we're, we're trying to save Butch Jones' job today. Uh, he beat Appalachian State by miracle, 2013, much like the Georgia Tech game this year. Uh, Vitek he beat up in Bristol. He beat Ohio, a very meter, you know, 28-19, and that one was in, up in the air for a while. Impressive win against Florida. Lost to Georgia. Uh, no, he beat Georgia on a Hail Mary. So that's two blessings of a win. Lost to A&M, 38-45. Lost to Bama, 10-49. Lost to South Carolina, 21-24. Beat Tennessee Tech, 55-zip. Beat Kentucky, 49-36. Beat Missouri, 63-37. All expected wins. Vanderbilt, he lost, 34-45. So everybody's been out of shape again. Here's Vanderbilt, the other numbers. Vanderbilt, Nebraska, he beat in, a, in the Music City Belt. Nebraska, 38-24. So, eh. Here's what you put the numbers, Jamie. I mean, numbers don't lie. His first year in Tennessee, he went 5-7, 2013. Second year, 7-6. 2015, 9-4. 2016, 9-4. Pretty good. Who are you going to get this week better to? John Gruden's coming. Yeah. I mean, you win nine games in the SEC, you've done our overall. Overall. Yeah, overall. And you have at least a 500 record in conference? Damn good. I'll take that at LSU right now. Oh, by the way, he's un- I'll take I'll take he's undefeated in bowl games in Tennessee. Which One, is three and up. Three and up. Yeah. Hmm. And this year you've got your best offensive and your best defensive players basically lost for the year. Darn. Get rid of him. He can't win. Plus you had a lot of personnel losses. You lost off that team last year. Old guy by the name of Derek Barnett. Lost him early to the draft. He'd have been back this year. You lost your best quarterback. You lost Alvin Kamara early. Josh Malone early, Cam Sutton graduated, so those were all huge different makers. I come on, Tennessee fans, really? What are you back? Sorry, anybody knows you have to drop the free safety. You can't let. Him, look, you, do you think Butch is like college football coaching for idiots? You think he's reading that book? Do you think he didn't know? Well, Tennessee didn't lose that game on the last play. They lost because they don't have it. They, they missed three field goals. Terrible man, and they couldn't score. First and goal from the one. That's why Tennessee lost, not because of that last play. Oh, I just you know, Tennessee. Our expectations left, are too Tennessee high. left more points on that field than than I've left beers on the table. It's an imperfection. It's a game. All games are imperfection. It's just can you reduce? Can you make somebody else make more mistakes than you? And that's what Alabama does so well. They do not beat themselves. Alabama is the old Top Gun movie. Plus, they got the best. Talent. They're ice men. Yeah. If you remember the Top Gun movie, it wasn't that Iceman, and that was a Val Kilmer character, it wasn't that Iceman was that good, okay? okay. Iceman didn't make any mistakes. That's, that's why Iceman was so, he just didn't make mistakes, and all of a sudden, you press and press and press, he gets you to make a mistake, boom, you're done. And that's the same thing Nick Saban did at LSU. He got players that, you know, he recruited very well, We and he did the same. It's the, it's a simple formula, really. Magical plays. It's the a pixie dust. Hell no. It wasn't anything different than, well, here's what LSU tried to spin, okay? Uh, to appease the fan base when they hired Ed Orgeron, oh, yeah, and, you know, and look, I hope he's successful. I really do. Louisiana guy, got the accent. He's sort of a cult hero. Fair enough. Well, we're going to pay, we're going to have the two highest paid offensive and defensive coordinators in America. 
because we know our head coach is, you know, sort of suspect. But, hey, the coordinators, are, they're, they're the new rock stars, and that's what LSU is trying to spin to their fan base. And you know what? Those guys are extremely talented. I, I get that. I, I, I understand that. And, and God bless you. That's the spin you're trying to give. However, that's never really been the recipe for success, and it may be. If LSU is successful with this, yeah, but everybody in the country is going to be going, okay, we don't have to pay our head coach crap. We can go to rock stars for coordinators, and man, we can win a bunch of games. Well, I'll take $3.5 million right now, which is what they're paying Orgeron, but the problem with great coordinators is you, no matter how much you pay them, they want to be a head coach, right? Usually right. You're, you're going to, at some point, lose. You could lose them after this year. Then where do you go? Um, I don't... I, you know, it's been great doing a show today with the biggest LSU, LSU's haters. No, no, I'm not <laughs> LSU. LSU, LSU right now, I'm what LSU is right now. They're super glue and duct tape. That's what LSU is right now. They're super glue and duct tape. And they're hoping like heck that the boat doesn't sink. Hey, we need some more glue. Hey, you got some more, some more duct tape. We need some more duct tape and super glue. That's what they put this and together they on. Butt taste. Well, they're, here, here's, here's what you can use. Your excuse is already built in. You're playing a lot of freshmen. Oh yeah! Now they're now they want Miles Brennan. You know, Edling is is Edling. Not his fault. They've recruited. I, I, I this is where I will go in Miles' defense. They recruited quarterbacks. Something, some quirk of fate. It doesn't happen to Nick Saban in Alabama. It happens to LSU. Yep. You got a kid, Felipe Franks, that threw the hail mary. Go. Eighteen months minute. committed, then they lose it. Yep. Crazy, Crazy stuff. You know, a lot of stuff.